Well, good morning. Welcome back to another week of Let's Open the Bible. It's Gavin and Russ with you today. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning. We are joined uh, today and just abundantly blessed to be joined today by my friend and mentor, Dr. Bill Greenwood. Dr. Greenwood has a book that I want to make sure everyone knows about. It's called Be the Bridge, Closing the Gaps in a Divided World. Dr. Greenwood has been uh, used by God very instrumentally in my life. Uh, he's been my mentor now for since before uh, I was called to the first church. He was instrumental in the calling uh, to the first church that I served in. Uh, he's been a great friend and mentor, and I am just thrilled you're here with us today. Good morning, uh, Dr. Greenwood. Good morning, Russ. So we appreciate you coming and joining us. This is the first time we've had a, a, a guest with us on our Might podcast. Be the last. Well, yeah, so maybe <laughs> not the last. because of him, but because they won't come back after they hear this. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's one thing to get invited, it's another to be invited back or want to come back. No, right? we want to invite people back and, and just appreciate Dr. Greenwood being here, but. Yeah, we'll see. If he stays, he, might, he may take off running. For those listening, his book is available on Amazon. He has it available in ebook or soft cover format. And uh, he um, is uh, the, actually the author, the, the ghost writer of this book, is part of the reason why we're here today. His ghost writer is a uh, professing Jehovah's Witness. And so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of that t- this week. And so I hope that you will enjoy this week as much as we've already enjoyed our camaraderie as we've kind of kicked the tires. And so, Dr. Greenwood, you're kind of steering the ship a little bit. The Lord's in control, and you're kind of steering the ship a little bit this week, and so we appreciate you uh, joining with us. And so, listener, if you are able to open your Bible, we invite you to join us in Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, I'm going to ask Gavin to kick us off in prayer, and then uh, Dr. Greenwood to read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we come again and again before your throne of grace, asking you, the giver of every good and perfect gift, to do that which will not happen unless you act. Heavenly Fathers, if you don't act today, our hearts will not be softened to others that disagree with us, to people that uh, stand starkly against you and your word, God, that our our hearts would be one that uh, that cause division, uh, like we are warned about in Titus 3, that man that, that stirs up strife and division, you warn him once and then twice and then have nothing more to do with him. But Heavenly Father, by the power of your Spirit, we will be unifiers, considering other people more important than ourselves, loving people well, even when we are that love is not returned. God, we will be uh, filled with your Spirit, operating according to your will, by the power of your Word at work in us. Heavenly Father, would you do that today? I pray for Dr. Greenwood that he would be uh, directing all the attention, the praise, the honor, and the glory rightly to you. You're deserving, and that uh, that your word would be uh, clearly communicated today. Would you do that work uh, for your name's sake? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Yes, it says in the, uh, for he, that means, means Christ, he is our peace. In his flesh, he's made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished, Christ has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that, so that he, Christ, might create in himself one new humanity in place of two, thus making peace. Now, verse 16 says that he might reconcile both groups to God in one one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. Amen. 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 
So one of the things that we talked about leading up to this uh, was that, that Christ and he alone is the bridge. So talk to us a little bit about that. Well, he is the bridge. Uh, we're told in First Timothy that uh, there's no other mediator other than Christ. Uh, he brings uh, the lost and uh, those without hope, without Christ. He brings us together in Christ and in him alone. Yes. I, I like that Bible track and the image I got as you were talking, the Bible track where there's a, a chasm between us and God and, and the cross serves as the, as the, uh, the missing piece that, that bridges that gap that we can cross that chasm safely from where we are, separated from God to God. It is over the cross, by the cross. Yeah, and pontifex is a word that we understand to be of the priestly order, right? But it literally means bridge builder. Yes, the, it does. The great pontifex, the pontificari, right. I think is is the Latin. And, and so uh, Christ is that bridge builder. But I think we need to back up. How did the chasm get created? I mean, what what is that uncrossable chasm that separates Lazarus and the rich man that, that you cannot cross? What is that chasm that separates people? When, when at one time everything was productive and at peace and then it's been separated, and which is why, especially during this Christmas season, when it says peace, when, G, when Jesus comes down as, as peace has come unto us, right? Why do we need that peace, that restoration, that reconciliation? What is the chasm that, we, how is that created? No, I think that's a really important question because we read in the creation account that God looked and it was very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what happened? What happened was our iniquities in Isaiah 59 too. our iniquities have separated us from God. Our sins have hidden his face from uh, so that he will not hear. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we think there's a way that seems right to us, but in the end, those are the ways of death from Proverbs 14, 12. So it's our iniquities that have separated us. We're lawgivers. We're fugitives from justice. Right. So in our fallen state, with our natures, by nature we are children of wrath right. and we've been separated from God. Right. Adam immediately turns on Eve and turns on God and he looks to God and says, it's the woman that you gave me. So he, right. he attacks God and throws Eve under the bus. There's there's mm. there's separation in our social relationships, right. which is why in America today that we just look around us and we go, look at all the separation. Look at how many categories we divide into. Mm -hmm. there, right. There's a really famous right. study that I want to get into a little bit more where they take two uh, I, maybe I've brought this up before, but I really want to dig into it. They took two groups uh, to a camp and they separated them to two rival schools to a camp and they separated them, uh, kind of shuffled the deck and they found other ways to divide. Right. And that's a yeah. really, uh, you know, right. Uh, reductionistic view of, of that experiment. But listen, in our natural state, following the prince of the power of the air, mm -hmm. uh, we will divide. The mm -hmm. devil loves right. division. He does. That, that's why. That's why you know Paul says, "Is Christ divided? Why are we divided? Christ yeah. is not divided. Mm -hmm. So the devil divides, um, and and th that's why um, what, what I brought up earlier: glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. That that peace should be celebratory because w by nature we're separate, mm -hmm. and God is the reconciler, right. He's not the only reconciler. between man and God, but, but also but, with each other. That's right. He is. Yeah. He's the unifier. And uh, Be the Bridge, it's, you know, I, I didn't come up with the title. The ghostwriter did. But uh, God has called us to, to be his ambassadors, his bridge builders, in his name, by his strength, in his wisdom, 
uh, for his honor. He's worthy of it. Amen. Dr. Greenwood, we, we talk about Coram Deo living uh, in, in the presence of God, before the right. face of God, right. Coram Deo, right. uh, to the glory of God, according to the word of word God. Of God. So, so it, it's kind of just a God, gospel-centered, God-glorifying approach right. to life. We press into him. Right. Yeah. I mm-hmm. loved how you kept bringing us back to yeah, his word God himself. Right. Well, it's all, you know, it's all about him. You know, it's not about us. Right. Because uh, we messed this thing up. You know, that's why Christ came. That's why he did what he did. Uh, and so he, he is that bridge. And, and so as I've heard others say, you know, we're just, we're just in life as believers. We're just beggars trying to show other people where there's bread, and mm-hmm. Jesus is the bread of life. Mm-hmm. So, so, so now we've got that, that foundation of separation, right? Right. Um, and, and we want to get back to Ephesians 2. So, so what's the big separation, just but groups of people in Ephesians 2? So, so we, we talk about that in, in the fall, mm-hmm. everything was distorted and convoluted and sin crept in and brought death with it, but also brought destruction. It doesn't, I mean, it's a, it's the next generation that are murdering each other, Cain and Abel, right? Mm-hmm. Sin is crouching right. at the door. It's desires yeah. for you, but you need to rule over right. it. Right. I mean that, so, so right away you see this division, but, but in Ephesians two, to get back to the text today, what's the division going on? So the context to this is between Jew and Gentile. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, in the temple in the temple courtyard, the, the Jews were kind of crowding out the Gentiles, uh, preventing them from really being able to worship. They had created a, uh, this wall, and, and in, to the extent that if a Gentile crossed over that wall, they, were, they could be killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Paul is, is writing to the church at Ephesus just saying, look, you know, Christ demolished this this barrier right. that you've erected he, he he demolished that well so I we are also, one i would also though caution against viewing it as just the, the human constraints of people approaching the holy of holies god designed the temple and the tabernacle to say that you, you don't on your own by your own merit approach me mm-hmm. and so the whole That's point right. of the That's temple right. is you can't just approach God, mm-hmm. but then, and we've done this before, the, temp, the, the temple, every single component of the temple is screaming Jesus. Right. He's the, 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 the yes. one who rent the veil. Mm-hmm. So the, the Jews didn't just arbitrarily construct a veil. You don't approach God. Mm-hmm. God came down and mm-hmm. tabernacled among us. Mm-hmm. God rent the veil that we can approach the throne with confidence. Yeah. Jesus is a high priest, that pontifex, that bridge builder, which yeah, is exactly right. mm-hmm. your point. Right. So so Jews and Gentiles are separated, uh, you know, partly by God saying, you're my people, but but God is going to say, no, I've called those uh, those my people who are low of me, not my people. Mm-hmm. He's brought people from every tribe and tongue, right. and God has reconciled them to himself in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. So those old, you know, I say this, in America, yeah. sometimes we deal with racial division, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's so foreign to scripture, because even if you go, okay, what are the categories? It's Jew and Gentile. Mm-hmm. It's not race, in some sense it is, but it's yeah. Jew and everybody else. Right. And Christ says, no, I've called everybody Remind to be my right. children. That's so right. so what's has. the significance, though, of, of Paul talking about the 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 bridge that Christ does between the Jew and the Gentile, who are the Jew and and who are Mm -hmm. the Gentile here? And why does that matter to us today? Mm -hmm. Well, because uh, there is division everywhere uh, in tribes and the far parts of the world at war with one another. And Christ is the only one that can bring them together, whether it's in the Middle East, whether it's between Russia and Ukraine, whether it's uh, just pick a country right now. In Ethiopia, it's the uh, Tigrays in the north, the Amharics in the middle, and the Oromos in the south. 
all three at war, seemingly with one another, all of them Ethiopians. But Christ is that bridge builder. Can, can we double down on that? I love yeah. you bringing that. So, so <clears throat> throughout history, mm-hmm. so, so right now in America, you probably would get the greatest divisions between political parties, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe race. Uh, I hope that we're making some some progress in that yeah. kind of reconciliation, sure. but right. perhaps race. But um, but if you look back through history, because mm-hmm. the devil's a divider, and he really doesn't care how you divide, right? You'll get yeah. Christians fighting over whether you're Catholic or Protestant, mm-hmm. Christians fighting over whether you're Arminian or Calvinist. You know, right. the, I mean, you get... Right. Uh, in, in, in Germany, at one point, you had the same people from the same country speaking the same language mm-hmm. in the same city shooting you if you crossed an imaginary line. Right, yeah. I mean, that's the work of the... Division yeah. is the work of, of the, the devil. devil. He is. We see right. that even uh, denominationally, within denominations, mm-hmm. right. uh, based on, uh, you know different views of certain aspects of theology. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the red flags that should go through your head, Paul warns us of this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, is Christ divided. One of the red flags mm-hmm. that should pop up mm-hmm. in the church setting or in your own life, are, right. are you a reconciler? Blessed right. are the peacemakers. Makers, that's right. Or are you a divider? That's right. I love this book. Um, mm-hmm. Full disclosure, I've not dug into it, but the, mm-hmm. the, the cover, the words on the cover, and mm-hmm. what little I've been exposed to it, I've been really excited sure. about the idea of of trusting that Christ, the reconciler, has yes. done a work, and we are followers right. of Christ. We're Christians. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. The Christmas message is in John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh. And and tabernacle dwelt. God pitched his tent in our midst. He took a zip code, a street address. He moved into the hood, so to speak, (laughs) and uh, became that he might reconcile us to God. Well, again, I love the idea that God is, you know, when when God is interacting with Moses up on that mountain, right. he goes, if they touch this mountain, they That's may right. die. That's right. We we don't approach, Nadab no. and Abihu, we don't approach the uh, the throne of grace right. with confidence apart from, from. Jesus came right. down and That's gives it. us access. He did. Therefore, we can right. approach the throne, throne with confidence. confidence. That's right. So, yeah, that's that's good news. You know, the gospel Amen. is good news. And it includes the bad news. Of course it does. We must hear the bad news. Bad news, the good news is not good news without knowing the bad news. Wait a second. There's bad news? Yes, there what? is. We're all rebels at heart, lawbreakers, uh, born in sin. For all have sinned and fall short, of the, short glory of the glory of God. Of God. Yeah, the mm-hmm. bad news. The, the euangelion, if, it, yeah. if there's a there's a ten cent word, right, and it's pronounced different ways by different yeah. people, but the euangelion is good, good news, news, the evangel, right. So what's the bad news again? The bad news is that we are rebels at heart, lawbreakers, fugitives from justice. So what is that? A, is I mean, it, yes, that that damns us to eternal separation from God. The wages of sin, sin is death. Oh, death, eternal death. Sin. Yeah, where the smoke right. of their torment ascends forever, the worm never, never dies, the fires never, never quench. Uh, there's no rest for them night and day, right? Yeah, so right. This is, that's pretty bad news. It is. Well, that sounds pretty hopeless. Yes. But in the midst of that bad news, God, the Christmas message is God offers us the good news. You so know, we yeah. haven't gotten there yet. Yes. But Ephesians 3. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm looking at Ephesians 3. Sorry, I jumped ahead. Ephesians 2. Okay. We jumped back. Okay, um, let's go back. So, so Ephesians two four, there's there's just a member of of my uh, of the congregation that God has placed me in. There's a member, 
that when he gets to the but God, he wells up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're separated from yes. God. We're yes. by nature children of wrath. Yes. We're born dead in our trespasses and sins. Mm-hmm. But God. But God. What Those are the most powerful. Two some words. Of the most powerful words in all of Scripture. You bet they are. God you bet loves they us. are. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the shepherds discovered this good news, and they couldn't keep it a secret. It was hot potato news. They went back and spread the word far and wide. You know. That's one of the things that's amazing. It's always been amazing to me in Scripture is wherever Jesus encounters somebody, mm-hmm. uh, that true believer right. always, always goes and tells. Yes, he does. I woman mean, at the well. The woman at the, the well. The men on the way to Emmaus. Right. Uh, the women the, at the tomb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, always. Right. That should be our natural response to the euangelion. It, it should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, well, it, it, it is the natural response for people that really uh, appreciate and love something. You know, try try to get away from a grandparent talking about their grandkids or mm-hmm. something like when it's hard to do. So, Good luck um, with that. Yeah. So I love, I love, uh, Psalm 73, which, uh, verse 28, but for me, it is good for me to be near God, right? right? Good to be near God. I have made the Lord God, my refuge that I may tell of all your works. Right. Right. Like you get close to him and man, it just flows out of you. Mm-hmm. The word flows right. out of you it and, should. and you become a, you become an evangelist, a right. good news teller. Right. You bet. That's that's the joy. And I took uh, someone who's never been to a local Moravian love feast last night, and I saw it, saw the love feast for the first time, as if for the first time through his eyes. It renewed my uh, uh, joy. And uh, so, when we share the good news, we really we relive our own. Uh, Rescue our own redemption. So, so Russ and I have made a point of this. Remember what you were telling me the other day that about C.S. Lewis and just talking about the fulfillment of the joy of sharing it. Part mm-hmm. um, yeah. so so that joy. Uh, I always wonder why someone has to say, "Hey, come look, come look at this." I mean, mm-hmm. because there's a part of us that knows to have that joy fully actualized mm-hmm. to really experience that joy it's shared it's, it's why shared. we call That's people right. to look at the sunset right. it's why we get frustrated when our kids are you know looking at their phones instead of right. looking at the leaves around them we want to share that exactly and so how right. much more when you have experienced the love joy peace mm-hmm. of christ in your heart through mm-hmm. the, the, that glorious gospel of jesus christ right it's there's a joy that certainly you're saved totally right. saved sure. it's finished but right. there's an element of joy you bet. In sharing it. You bet. And to go to a love feast and just see through the eyes of a, of a, a newborn uh, to right. Christ child, right. that joy, sure. that's got to be it doubles. Yeah, yeah, it doubles, doubles. the joy. Yeah. It really yeah. does. Yeah. And that's why I wrote the book, Be the Bridge, the, to share some of the joy of God working in miraculous, mysterious ways uh, beyond my knowing at that time. And looking back, as I have, uh, I've seen God at work. And I'm saying to other people, yes, he can be trusted to keep his promises. Does not fail one word of all of his good promise. I love that Romans uh, 1 where it says, you know, he's according, he's, uh, he's the son of David according to the flesh, but right. declared to be the son of God, God with power, power according to Goodness. his resurrection from That's the right. dead. When Jesus Christ rose from the grave, it was yes. declared not only a satisfying, right. appeasing, atoning death right. on the cross, but he's all the promises of God find mm-hmm. their amen and, in and him. I mean, you amen. can trust him because he gave you his son, right. and you can trust him because his son rose from the grave. Right. right. Beautiful. Well, this is probably a good place to stop for today. Uh, listener, I hope that you will continue to open your Bible, as we also will, and uh, until you get back with us tomorrow and open your Bible with us tomorrow, share the hope and the good news of Jesus Christ with somebody. God bless.